Welcome to Let the Bible Speak. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in with us, that's what we're here to do. We're here to let the Bible speak because in our world, there's all kinds of voices that want to influence us, to teach us, to tell us the right answers to life. Uh, but God has written down those answers in a book and he's given it to us and it's called the scripture, the Bible. And so we're here to hear from that. And um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Josh Elder. And here with me is uh, John Chetta. Hello, hello. And Henderson Palmer. Amen. So we're excited uh, that you're joining us this this uh, this evening, morning, afternoon, where whenever you're listening to it. Um, may could even be the next day if you're in China. We I don't know how, what what is the uh, time difference between China and uh, any idea? I, no, but I think we should spend more time on this. Let's <laughs> okay. let's, let's let's figure. Let's break out the world clock. <laughs> so uh, we started a. a a series um, that last week on beginning with uh, forgiveness and we talked about what is forgiveness and uh, because it's, it's important for us to just, you know, start to get to the question of what is forgiveness. And like John said, it's a many tiered uh, thing. I said that. Yeah, you did. Like smart. And then I said, like a cake. And, uh, oh, and then, and then it you was did that. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. are like onions. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it is, it's a complicated question just to even ask what it is. Um, because we know that a lot of people have dealt with a lot of pain, suffering and how we deal with that. And at the same time, live a healthy life, how we forgive, uh, do we forgive and forget? Do we not forget? What is the, you know, how do we deal with this? And so, um, we gave you not many good answers from us, but, uh, the scripture had some answers for us and, and yeah. And so, um, we said that, um, we were going to go on to talking about forgiveness of others today, but when I started to think about it, I thought, you know, if if we're going to begin anywhere, we really need to begin with God's forgiveness. There's a, there's a person who came up to me one time I preached on forgiveness. This often happens. Anytime you're preaching on forgiveness, you're going to have people who come up to you and say, but how do I forgive this? You know, like there's always going to be like somebody who's really, really suffered and, and is dealing with it. And they came up and they said, well, how do you, how do you forgive somebody who's done something so terrible to you? And, and, um, and I, I, my answer was, I said, I wouldn't, you know, normally I, I just, I don't think I'd have the ability to overcome it unless I realized how much I had been forgiven by God. And, uh, and I said that I really draw any type of forgiveness for somebody for what they've done to me from what I've done to God and found forgiveness from God. Amen. Um, and, and without that kind of foundation, I think us talking about just forgiving others is going to be for some frustrating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for others who are, you know, know the forgiveness of God, I think it'll be easier. Um, right. and, and because they have the God's forgiveness really living in them as well. And right. so, um, so we want to talk about today about God's forgiveness, which is probably one of the primary needs of our lives. Yeah. Every single one of us, everyone. Um, there's, you know, there's some people we were talking about it earlier. There's some people who might believe Mm. that they don't need to be forgiven by God. Um, but, but those people are, uh, mistaken, right? Because we all need to be forgiven by God. And, um, and so we want to look first of, 
of why do we need to be forgiven? What do we need to be forgiven of God? What did you do to God uh, that needs to be forgiven? Because we know how we deal with each other. If you do me wrong, then you know you I I need I, I need to forgive you or whatever it is. But with God, what did we do to God that was so bad? Uh, tried to take his place. Okay, that's pretty good. Somebody came to take the president's place or the king a king's place or whoever the ruler is place. Yeah, uh, I, I I think uh, you know it goes back to the goes back to the garden. Right. Um, and and I I don't know we probably talked about this already but and I know that my congregation is just completely tired of, of yeah. hearing this point, but um, when when you think of the original sin, the original break between us and and God, you know, and and we people always focus on the well, you ate the fruit, they ate the fruit, and it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. They sinned. God said, "Don't do this." They did it. Right. There's also that other that promise that mm-hmm. that 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 the serpent made. That's, when you do this, you'll be like God. Yeah, and you'll know the difference between good and evil. Good and evil, and you can't unring that bell. Mm. <laughs> you know, so like once, and that broke us. That right there, just you know, and and, and there there the dominoes began to fall. I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and the thing is, is it's easy. Uh, you know, I've I've said this a, a million times too, but it's it's easy to look at that story and 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 say, yeah, but that's so long ago. And well, like, how petty is it that like we're still being held, you know, accountable for something that we didn't we didn't even do? But the thing is, is don't we do that all the time? Right. Yeah. Don't we try to take the the reins of our life? Say, no, God, I got it from here. Call you when I need you. Yeah, that's always, and so it's there's nothing original about that sin. It's yeah, a sin we, we commit every it. single day. Right? Yeah, and in the old, you know, in the the Old Testament, God says that to the people. He basically says, um, you know, when the children are afraid because of what the parents did, that that's kind of what a saying was they had, and that if your parents sinned or whatever, then you should be afraid because of what God's going to do to you for what they've done. And God says, doesn't the parent as well as the child belong to me? He says, if somebody sins, they're going to pay for their sin. Yeah. He says, yeah. but if they do right, if they're, if, if they, unlike their father, they do right and they turn away from their sin, you know, will I not forgive them? You know? And, and, right. um, he says, he says something to the effect of, uh, who's doing wrong here? Is it me or is it you? Right. <laughs> and it's like the answer to that question for all of us is, is it's me. Right. It's, it's me. Us. Yeah. So what do you think, Anderson? Yeah, well, I'm I'm in agreement with John. It goes back to the you know to the garden. We all need forgiveness. Yeah. I know I do. Yeah. I'm gonna just start off with me. I know if you're listening, if you think you don't need forgiveness, hey, kudos to you. But for yeah. for Henderson, I need forgiveness, and it's a it's a day to day struggle, man. I mean, we have, you know, there are certain things that the Bible says that we shouldn't do, and then there's there's other things that God, you know, is not illegal, mm-hmm. like you know, you might be thinking to yourself, man, I'm going to go and start this business or I'm going to get involved with this. You know, I want to have a relationship with this girlfriend right now, but it might not be God's timing for you to have a relationship. It might not be God's will for you to start this business. And if you do it, and if God is speaking to you to do otherwise, and if you do it anyway, you need forgiveness just from those type of things. Right, right. So it's not always uh, such a disastrous fall. Sometimes it can be, us just choosing, like John said, to take the reins right. uh, for for ourselves. For our life. And we all have a, um, you know, God has a purpose. I know for my life and for yeah. all our lives. So yeah. I just believe, man, once we get in tune with that purpose and God's going to, you know, 
for me, you know, he started to give me some details here and there about what I should do and, you know, the path I should take. And I, I just need to be keen and aware and, you know, following the spirit so I won't offend God in any kind of way. Yeah, absolutely. So let's see what the Bible says about this. So first of all, we want to kind of establish through the scripture our need because, you know, you don't have to trust us that we that, that you need forgiveness right. from God. You know, the Bible will tell you that. Um, and so, uh, so you want to read that uh, for us, John, that Romans 3. Um, verse 22 in part in 23. Yeah. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Mm. So I want to know, like you didn't put on your glasses, I, big print, a uh, big print. And I purposely didn't clear my throat. I know. I heard it. Too. I just like went so straight silent, into it. So silent, so smooth. It's like we could learn. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Romans three says it, pretty plainly for us there's no difference between jew and gentile which for them at that that time was the way they broke up the world yeah that's a pretty audacious statement right. it's everybody for the time yeah um all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god so all of us have not done we what we ought to um oftentimes when people talk about sin they talk about it literally as meaning missing the mark we've all missed the mark right whatever the mark is we've missed it um, Psalm 51, I think we'll have more to say about because Psalm 51 is an interesting psalm. Um, and David is, it tells us some of the, sometimes when we read the psalms, the psalms will tell us their setting of when they were written. Um, and so that we can have some um, context right. to what's being, what's being said. And so it's kind of important, the context of the psalm and some of the things that that David says here, because David wrote this psalm. So why don't you read that for us, Henderson? Okay, Psalm 51, starting at, starting at verse 1, it says, For the director of music, a psalm of David. And when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba, um, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgression. Wash away my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. That's verse 4. Mm -hmm. 5. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that, in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear, let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins. Blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's verse 12. Mm -hmm. Then I will teach transgressors your, transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. 14. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God, my Savior, 
Hold on, did I? Hold on, excuse me. Okay. Deliver me, verse 14. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and with my mouth will declare your, pra- your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. God will not despise. Hmm. So, like, first of all, just reading through that, it's pretty amazing, huh? As far as, like, the the fullness of the description of our our sin right of what we want from god in regards to our sin like mm. um not just not just he says hide your face from my sins blot out all my iniquities but also create in me a pure heart yeah right renew a steadfast spirit um a stead, steadfast spirit and uh but so the context of the psalm is is it tells us that this is when the the prophet nathan came to david after he had committed this sin with Bathsheba, he right. had committed adultery with this woman. Not only had done that, but then to cover it up, he gets her, her husband, husband killed. Killed, right. Right. right? So he's committed murder yep. um, by somebody else's hands. And the prophet Nathan comes to him and basically says, tells him this story, and um, you know of this man who has one lamb, right. and this other man who has so many flocks you know and the other man who's rich and has all these flocks has a traveler come in and he he takes the one man's lamb and kills it and david says that man ought to die yeah right (laughs) you're that man and then yeah nathan says the famous line which is is you are that man right um who's taken the one wife that uh uriah the hittite had and there's some really interesting things in this psalm about uh, our sins and um so one of the things that i think helps us to say hey okay well, david committed adultery and murder that i, I haven't done either mm. some people are going to say i haven't done either of those things right. depends on what standard you're using right if we talk about what jesus did yeah. as far as uh committing <laughs> murder and bar. adultery he raises the bar to our heart right. which uh, becomes a very different question but here he says this line that people stumble over, I think a lot. And it says in verse four against you, you only Hmm. have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. So when people read that, at least when I, I think when I first read that, one of the things that I asked the question was, is, well, he sinned against Bathsheba. Yep. He sinned against Uriah the Hittite. Yeah. So how could he say in the psalm, against you, you only have I have I sinned? I have an answer. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? Nah. Because it, he's the moral law writer. Yeah. And and so, you know, without God, apart from God, nothing's wrong with anything. Yeah. I mean, we're just animals walking the earth doing what's best for us, period. Right. There's no uh, moral Yeah, code. we're animal planet. You know, yeah. like we, you know. David Attenborough documentaries, but because of the moral code that was given to us by God, when we sin, when we break that moral code, we're, it's his code. So yeah. we're sinning against him. Yeah. So, uh, what makes it wrong to commit adultery? What makes it wrong to murder? Well, in part, it only could be wrong if there's some sort of intrinsic value yeah. in either the person that you wronged, 
the person you committed the wrong with or the person you murdered and, and did wrong to them too as well that intrinsic value it can't be anchored just by us thinking it's that right. way right it has to be anchored outside of us it has mm. to be anchored in truth it has to be anchored in reality it has to be objectively true and the only thing that could anchor that is the source of that truth the source of that value which will be god um and so ultimately what it's telling us is is he's saying look when you sin against anyone you know who you ultimately sin against Hmm. you sin against god only god and in the same when you do good for others and you help others and all of that yeah right. even though it, that's still for the glory of god it's for the glory of god and, right. and and in fact jesus said that you know that's, jesus when he said he said uh when you've done one of these for the least of these yep. my brothers or sisters you've done it for me right there's a connection between god and his people there's a connection between god and his creation and so anytime we we sin in that way we've broken god's law uh you know man's law can change God's law cannot change. Right. Man's law, we know that man's law is different in one so an etch a sketch. One area and and to another wow. area, but not God's law. God's law doesn't change. So when we have when we have done any of these things, we have sinned against God. So if if you're saying to yourself, you know, what have I done to God? Okay, well, what have you done to other people? Right. right. If you've done something to somebody else, then what this psalm tells us is in fact you did that to God. You you have you have uh broken his law. You've rebelled against his love, right. you know? So I think that that's a, that's a, a powerful reminder to us. And, and it's so funny because oftentimes the things that we see as problems in the scripture can be the very thing we need to understand our real dilemma. So like somebody be like, well, David must've just been really short sighted to think that he didn't do this wrong to these two. No, I think he understood he's, he had done wrong to them as well. Right. But I think what he understood was ultimately who he had done wrong to was God almighty. Yeah. And, um, and so there's a couple things also that he points out to us about our common state. He says, you desired faithfulness, even in the womb, right? (laughs) That's a pretty high standard, right? Even in the womb, God wants us to be faithful people. Hey, John the Baptist in the womb. He jumped, he he left, left, whatever. When Jesus, Yeah. yeah, yeah. John referencing when Jesus was, uh, in Mary in the womb, and John the Baptist was in um, Elizabeth. Uh, Mary comes to Elizabeth, and John the Baptist leaps in the womb at 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 um, at uh, Jesus being in the womb of Mary. So he was faithful, yeah, even in was. the womb. And um, so, so that that t- tells us part of our our need. But there's something else here, and it's it's what do we want to be done about our sin? Hmm. I mean, so. Let me ask you, Henderson, what do you want to be done about your sin? Yeah, forgiven. I want to be forgiven. Okay. I mean, I want just like David is saying in verse 7, cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Mm. And so I want my life now, like I want to be forgiven so that I want my life now to exemplify, you know, what God has done for me. Mm. And when he, you know, when God forgives you, it's, it's something, it's hard to even explain, even at this moment, man. I know I've been forgiven by God, but... I know like when God forgives me for an offense or something that I've done, I know I should have got like a worse or punishment or, you know, in, in that regard. And, you know, if, like you said, now if somebody does something to me now today is going to be easier because I know what God, God forgave me. Now I can reciprocate that to somebody else. 
and it's a little bit easy. It's not it's not easy all the time, but it's a little bit easier by default knowing that hey, God forgave me. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to be in relationship with Him so I can have eternal life, and mm-hmm. and and not only that, He forgave me, and I didn't. And for some of the consequences of the sins that I've committed here in the earth realm, I was released for even some of those punishments. So I've experienced that as well. So now, in turn, when a brother or, or somebody sin against, you know, do something wrong to me, I can be a little quicker to forgive them now today. Yeah. You know, than before. So Yeah, because when you've received that type of forgiveness. Right. Um, you know, it's 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 a. Uh, Maybe it's not harder, but it it's more hypocritical, right? Not to also give it to somebody, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because I think sometimes we can be that hard, where we've received all this this love, yeah, and then we don't show it to someone right. else. And I want to say this: it's a bad place to be, and in, in like an unforgiving state. Like, if like I can just recall back, like living my life, man, just doing what I want, and not really thinking about, man, I'm not even looking for forgiveness from God. I'm yeah. gonna do this, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna live this way, and I'm gonna live that way. It's, it's such a terrible place to be, really. Yeah. You know, just in your life, man. I mean, if you if you're listening to the podcast, and if you know, I would just ask that you would just call after God, because the way that God came into my life, and I'll just share this real briefly. You know, I was locked up in a parish jail, man. I'll never forget, and that lady. It, it was an officer, man. She came in. I was, and I needed forgiveness. And don't get me wrong, I committed a crime, and I know I was going to receive some punishment. But I needed more than just, you know, to be released from the prison sentence. I needed a, a, a total lifestyle mm-hmm. change. Yeah. I needed to be reformed. My, 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 yeah, you my, needed, my you needed to needed. renew a steadfast yeah. spirit within me. Absolutely, man. And, yeah. and I can just recall, you know, the word of God coming into my life at that moment. And the Bible says, and I'm gonna share it again. I might have shared it in the first podcast or the second one or something like that but the bible says in jeremiah 33 and 3 it says call on to me and i will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you did not know and i and i'm so glad i heard that i'm so glad i heard the word of god at that moment the bible definitely spoke to me i cried out to god like the scripture said and now today god is definitely revealing things great and mighty things Mm. that i never even thought about like i never even thought that I'll be involved in, even this podcast, yeah. talking about God. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it's it amazing. makes me uh, think of the parable of the lost son. Um, yeah, so that, uh, if, if, uh, if that doesn't sound familiar, you probably know it as the prodigal son. But the um, you know, this, this young man, did we, did we cover this in a previous podcast? Or? Probably. Probably. Because I'm so just bereft of original ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the well. Yeah. Uh, but no, the this the um so the 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 parable of the lost son is uh, the the son asks for his inheritance uh, before his dad dies. So that's that's pretty rude. Takes the money. Yeah. Uh, within no time, runs away, squanders all the money on on you know prostitutes and and wild living, and he finds himself in the worst place he could imagine. Right. Uh, pigsty, living in a pigsty, servant to someone else. Um, and uh, longing to eat what the pigs are eating. So for a Jewish man, that is that is rock bottom, right. below rock bottom. Um, and so the, my my thinking on this is there we are, right? All right. of us, right? You know, right. all of us in a state where we need forgiveness of our Father. How long are we going to stay in that? Right. And it, you know, the son That's realizes, right. comes to realize, like, wait a minute, my father treats. 
his servants better than I am being treated here. I'll go back. I'm not worthy to be his son, but I'll go back, say I sinned against, uh, against heaven against and against you, mm-hmm. and just take me back as a servant. And so then he decides to go back, and his father sees him in the distance, runs to him, Amen. doesn't even wait, Amen. runs to him, and, and celebrates his return, welcomes him back as his son. His son was dead and is now alive. The thing is, I wonder how long... If you're listening to this, right. or, or, and I'm and I'm speaking to the table as well, how long will we sit in the pigsty before we realize we do have a loving father that will, when he sees us, run to us? Yeah. Because he could have. I mean, the story that it doesn't say how long he was out there. It doesn't say how long he. Yeah. You know, but we are so stubborn. Mm-hmm. You know, just built. I, I don't know. I always say built that way, but God built us. So I, it's just a part of our brokenness, though. We are so stubborn that we will stay in the pigsty we will stay in these horrible situations because we're scared to go home because we're scared to go to the father but what what the scripture teaches us is that god is celebrates our return amen yes he does yes and so it's it's something if you are you know henderson was talking to you a second ago if, if you're in this place where you feel like you you need forgiveness if you've come to realize that you've sinned against god and you've sinned a, a well, you've sinned against God, then know that he will run to meet you if you turn to him. That's right. Yeah. He did it for me. He did it for me. Amen. And, and David says, he says that, you know, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Grant me a willing spirit to sustain me, which is an awesome request, which is to say, God, I, I can't even, I know I can't even sustain myself. I know I can't even be willing without your spirit. So I need you to help me to be willing. Hmm. Um, and uh, and then he says, then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like the prodigal is not accidental. Yeah. That's written a thousand years after this line. Yeah. And yet David's saying the exact same thing, which right. is turn back to God. Uh, if you turn back to God, God will receive you. Amen. And um, and so he he asks him, he says, he says, you don't delight in sacrifice or I bring it. You don't take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O oh God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not uh, despise. And I think, you know, you say what keeps us or why do we stay there so long? We are. We're proud, like you said, yeah, stubborn yeah. creatures. Pride. That's probably actually that's the better word that I was looking for. No, but it is, yeah, it is, it's, 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 this it's, it's both. Stubborn pride. Stubborn mm. pride. Uh, but it's also because, um, we, we miss this contrite heart, you know, um, we, we cover over our sin. We, yeah. we, right. we, we go, well, excuse we excuse it. Yeah. We excuse it. it. Look, I've, you know, the mud's not so bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm hungry, but yeah, could be worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could be like that other guy over there who's, <laughs> I don't even know what's worse than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dead yeah you know, decaying <laughs> that in the dead street. guy decaying in the street <laughs> <laughs> and uh could be worse you know like and so we do everything to keep ourselves in the pigsty right and uh because we don't have a contrite heart because we don't have a broken spirit to offer god and i always i really honestly almost when i know that somebody is is has not turned to, to the lord or um you know, parents will come to me often and say they want their kids to know God and they're struggling with this and all this kind of stuff, drug addiction or whatever it is. 
I'll almost always be pointing him to this. I want right. him to be broken. Yeah. I want him to be have a broken spirit. I want him to have a contrite heart. Because yeah. when you know your need for God's forgiveness, and that's why we started here, when you know your need for God's forgiveness, you can turn back to God. If that's you don't right. think you need him, that's right. He right. stays in the far off country to right. you. Because Amen. to you, you're you're fine on your own. Right. You know? That's right, brother. Yeah. Brother Jackson, look, there's another scripture I just want to add to this. is in is in the book of Corinthians. First Corinthians two nineteen. It says, The man without the spirit of God, mm-hmm. you know, he's not gonna understand things that comes from the spirit of God, which forgiveness comes from God's spirit. It yeah. teaches you know, forgiveness is a is a is a thought, is a is a and um you know in Christian theology, forgiveness it's a concept that comes from, you know, God's love and it's and it's taught to us by the spirit. Yeah. If you don't have the spirit of God in you, how are you gonna understand, you know, forgiveness in its totality? You might just see the word, you might read a Webster's de- definition of it and kind of say, Okay, yeah, forgiveness is, you know, just letting, you know, letting somebody slide or you know, letting somebody ha- have a pass or that type of thing. But it's a little bit more than that. Yeah. And the spirit is gonna teach it. But if you don't have the spirit in you, it's going to sound, the Bible says in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and 14, said a man without the spirit, he's not going to understand the things that come from the spirit because they are spiritually discerned. It's going to sound foolish to him. So when, if somebody was to, like without the spirit, thinking about myself way back, without the spirit, if somebody would have came to me and said, hey, Henderson, you need to be forgiven for what you're doing. I'm going to be like, man, get out of my face, you know, away with me with that. I don't need to be forgiven. I mean, that's what you think. Yeah. But they was telling me the truth, but I just didn't understand it because I didn't have the spirit of God in me. And I think that's a big starting point. So if you don't, if you haven't accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that's a great, that's a big starting point. Yeah. Well, and John 16, 8, which I had to look up on my phone, but John 16, 8 says, this about the Holy Spirit. This is from Jesus. When he comes, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. So he will prove that we have what we're saying the scripture tells us right here, which is we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. He'll prove that in our hearts. So it's it's the working and movement of the Holy Spirit that even teaches us our great need for God's forgiveness. That's right. And then the second part, it says about sin because people do not believe in me. Hmm. So in other words, in other words, he says, and this is what I love about what Jesus says. This is why Jesus says in John three 16, I haven't uh, in three 17, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that in order that the world might be saved through him. That's right. And he says, people already stand condemned. That's not the issue. The issue isn't that that God's going, well, let me now condemn everybody. No, we've already condemned ourselves. Instead, he sends us salvation. That's right. And he sends us the the, the one who can offer us forgiveness of sins, uh, the one who goes to the cross to die for our sins so that we might have a way out and have have the forgiveness of Christ yes. offered to us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And so there's a uh, y- y'all skipped ahead on this, but that's fine because we what don't do really we do? skip ahead. No, but I mean we're we're getting into the gospel now, no, no, and I don't no, think I we see, should we should stray away from the gospel when it begins to present itself. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so uh, but there's so so there's Luke 24, which uh, John, you want to read that for us? 
got to find it first. There we are. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. Mm. Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. All right. So this is, first of all, this is a, a resurrection account of Jesus. It's the mm. Emmaus, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The walk to Emmaus. Um, and Jesus appears to these two. Uh, they don't recognize him at first. Cleopas. Right. Is that what the... Cleopas oh, look and at his you. friend. Look at you. Mm. You know. Looking like a wise man. Man. Anyway, it's hard not to Bible it's college. Hard. There it is, right there. That's a private education. That's private education. <laughs> so he, he's he's walking with these two. They don't even recognize him, and he 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 asks them, and they they go basically, "Are you the only one who doesn't know what's happened?" And it's literally they're talking to the one who yeah, is the only there. one who understands everything <laughs> yeah. of that that has happened. And uh, so, the, but then he opens, this is what Luke is talking about. It says, then Jesus, and it's, it uses he, but it's speaking of Jesus, opened their minds so they could understand the scripture, which was to tell them that the Old, the Old Testament promised that there would be the savior for, for sin. And look what 47 says, and repentance, hmm. which is turning towards God, what we just told you about, turning away from the pig pen, turning towards the father, coming home to the father. That's repentance. That's repentance right. for the forgiveness of sins right will be preached in his name so through jesus he's the he's the uh the 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 way in which we receive that forgiveness from god god has loved us to send his son not to condemn us but in order to save us mm. the only way we stay condemned the only way the 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 holy spirit convicts us of sin and and that stays right. our 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 state is because we don't believe in Christ right? because Christ is the one who is salvation come to us on this earth and in his name, repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in all nations. It says, and then he says, you're witnesses of these things. Right. So like, it's a very powerful thing to see that not only does God want to forgive us, uh, but that he's offered us the forgiveness of Christ on this, in this world, for us to believe in Jesus and receive that forgiveness by turning towards him. And, uh, and so it's, it's very, very powerful. But then would you read, uh, Matthew 26 and this is going backwards in time, which isn't so good, but you know, absolutely. Yeah. And it's Matthew's 26, 26 through 28. It says, while they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Yeah, what's Amen. it poured out for? Forgiveness of sins. Yeah, that's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. And you know, sometimes people, and, and this is an off subject, I don't mean to take us on any rabbit trail, but. That's my job, Josh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sometimes people uh, talk about that Jesus didn't die on the cross um, except as an example to us to like sacrifice ourselves or all that type of stuff, which is true. Jesus says, carry your cross with right. me. But what does he say right there? Why did he pour out his blood? Is that the exemplar? It's the atonement? exemplar, but they, they exemplar say, atonement yeah, theory. they basically say that the atonement of Jesus dying on the cross for, for us to receive the forgiveness of God 
that that's not really what happened. Yeah. Mm. People will, people will teach that. Yeah. But look what that verse says. The Bible says. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says. What does the Bible say? And the Bible says in verse 28, this is my blood of the new covenant. Right. Of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Why was my blood poured out? It was poured out so we could receive forgiveness Forgiveness. of the sins that we committed against God. Amen. But you have to accept it. That's right. And and that's where the other kind of the universal atonement theory falls apart. Exactly. There's this, you know, we've talked about it before that if you, you can, you can reject a pardon. Right, right. You, you can right. reject a pardon, right. and you yeah. have to accept it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, yeah, so yeah. Here's this forgiveness. It's it's there and for you. It's yours, but you have to accept. You it. have to accept it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And uh, so, um, what we're saying to you is, if you haven't realized you, what your sin is, you've sinned before God. Amen. When you've sinned against anybody, if you've done evil against anybody, you've done evil to God. So therefore, you you and I and each person in this room have sinned before God. And um, David was calling out for a new heart and a new spirit. And he was asking that God would blot out his transgressions, that he would remove his sins. And in fact, the psalm says that he'll remove our sins as far as the east is from the west. That takes a great power. And that power comes to us in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That when his blood was shed on the cross, which is when, if you're a Christian, whenever you celebrate communion, you're celebrating his crucifixion. Hmm. That his blood was shed on the cross to offer forgiveness of sins, that a price was paid for our sin. Our sin had a debt that it had accrued. And that price was paid by Christ's own blood being shed. And when we believe in that, we have a new covenant, a new agreement with God. Amen. And that agreement is forgiveness for us through our faith, through Amen. just our belief. That's right. So we pray that if you're listening, that you have received that forgiveness from Christ. And we pray that if you're listening and you haven't received that forgiveness from Christ, that you would turn from your pig pen wow. and you go home to the Father who's calling to you. The Father is calling to all of us. So we pray that you'd listen. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Let the Bible Speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email. So make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks.